from the campaign trail to the studio, Wesley Hunt continues the fight. Along with his brother, Rendon, they chronicle their family experience from slavery to West Point in four generations. Tackling the difficult conversations facing our country, they're on a mission to preserve the American dream. Buckle up and welcome aboard. You're in the hunt. I'm Wesley Hunt. I'm Rendon Hunt. And you're, you're in, in the, the hunt. hunt. Another crazy big week for us this week. Yes. Announced officially that I'm running for United States Congress again. Congratulations. Thank you, Rendon. Thank you for your support. I got to tell people this. You are the first donation received after the email went out. Now, that's what I call brotherly love. Literally the first name that popped up. And it didn't go unnoticed by anybody in the office as well. So I appreciate that. Thank it, you for your support. Well, if I had not been the first, I would find the person who was the first. <laughs> <laughs> Don't finish that. <laughs> and do something totally legal <laughs> and, and take them out to lunch. <laughs> and tell them to ever be first again without consulting me. Yeah. But no, um, it's such, such an exciting time. Very proud of you. Thank you. Very glad you're getting back in the ring. And if anything, this is just a show of character. Thank you. you know, there's always these opportunities for us to reveal who we are and reveal our character. I think the best opportunities are that when things are going well, you don't know who somebody is. Mm -hmm. When you're winning all the time and things are just popping off, you don't really know who somebody is. Uh, but coming back from adversity, these are the things that define us as people. Mm -hmm. And so to see this, I'm very proud of you. Very excited to be a part of the journey. And it's going to be a fun one. It is. So it's already more fun than the last one. It's yes. been a blast. We're off, we're off to a blistering start. Very, very pleased with our team, pleased with how we're doing. And so we will certainly talk about this, you know, later on in this episode. But we'll be certainly talking more about it here in future episodes to come. Well, I was telling you, this is like the sixth sense, right? Yeah. This is like the second time you watch the sixth sense. Yeah, you kind of And know. the whole time you're like, the guy's dead. It's the guy's dead. <laughs> you're like you're like, right. Like, so like you the, know you know things. The first right? time, the first time you I ran, see dead people. Yeah, the first time you ran for Congress, you're like, man, he sure is showing up at some very strange times in this movie. Yes. This Why can't weird. anybody else see him? This is so weird. This is, I was, it's, it's like the Prestige. Yeah. You're like, dude, they're identical twins. Yes. There's not. There's there's no secret. They're yes. identical twins. What's the uh, What's the Denzel movie? Um. Um. The uh, the apocalyptic one. Why can't I remember the name? Oh, of Book of Eli. Book of Eli. It's like oh, Book of Eli. Right? It's true. It's like it? Book of Eli. Dude, he's blind. The dude's been blind. That, that he's been blind the whole movie. He can't see. He can't see. And when, you, when you watch it again, you're like, hmm, whoa. He couldn't see the whole time. But so here's what's funny. Sorry, Emily. So <laughs> a few months back. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because I mean, the first time I saw it, I I saw the end of it. When he started reading in Braille, I was like, oh, my gosh. Right. Got it. It made the movie Got it that much better. So if yeah. you don't get that part, that part of the movie, if you don't get it. Yeah, I know where this is going. Then you miss, then you miss the whole. Then the movie actually probably sucks. <laughs> like, if you don't get at the end when, when, when he's blind <laughs> and the Bible was written not in words but in Braille – and if in that instant it doesn't click, yeah, and you don't start reviewing back the whole movie, then the movie sucked. Yeah, it'd be awful. I put this with six cents. Yeah. If if you didn't get if you didn't get that the guy was dead, then this dude it was a really weird sucked. movie. It was a really weird movie. <laughs> yeah, and so we were watching it a while back ago, and that part happened, and I look over, I was like, like ta da! Like this is <laughs> ta da! Ta -da. <laughs> Jesus, like. I'll get it. <laughs> it was like, never mind. <laughs> That's next level. That's, yeah, you know, the, the first time I saw that movie with one of my buddies, it's almost the opposite reaction to that. Yeah. <laughs> Seeing this movie with my buddy. Yeah. And he's like, dude, how badass is that? Yeah, no. This guy can see and he can read Brill too. And I was like, no. <laughs> See, that's way worse. That's <laughs> no. <laughs> no, that's that's actually not how that works. 
yeah. Exactly. And, and like and like the references to you, we're, we're guided guided by faith, not by sight. sight. You missed all. Those. You missed the, the movie. Movie. You missed the movie. But all that to say, yes. Hunt for Congress number two is a part D. We, we part D. Yeah, we're off to a good. We start. we've seen some of the playbook before, yeah. and it's exciting to to go through this process having seen the playbook, and it's also exciting to go through this process with the knowledge of the darts that are going to be thrown at you. Mm -hmm. Like we've been through this before. We understand what it's like to, to have people be critical of us and things of that sort. So it's, it's going through it, through it with a sense of rejuvenation. Yeah, it's fun. It really is. It's fun. It really is. And the, and the, the overwhelming amount of support that we've gotten in just 48 hours has just been remarkable. That's because you're awesome. Wesley. Brendan, I appreciate that. You're awesome. Just like that fuchsia jacket you have on. I think it's more salmon. Fuchsia's. <laughs> there's some blue, and there's some blue in it. It's just, it's, it's Potato a, it, plantain. It's a, it's a salmon. It's a salmon light blue. It's, it's window, nice. Window pane. It's it's nice. And I notice you don't have on socks today. You know, loafers and socks. You know, it kind of doesn't. You know, it's a it's a good look. I wore socks today. It was raining outside. You don't wear you wear socks. I did. I wore socks today. But you don't wear socks with those boots. You don't. No, I do. I do wear socks. You, yeah, with you kind of have to. Yeah, 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 yeah. Moisture. You're not. Moisture cr- you're not crazy. Come on. You're not, don't, be, don't be ridiculous. <laughs> kind of Neanderthal do I look like? Do you wear socks with those boots? <laughs> I was raised in the Hunt household, not in a barn. It's also good to see you wearing regular pants today. I guess you're not. You're not auditioning for Casino Part Two. I guess so. <laughs> Challenge accepted. Uh, done, done. I can't wait till next week. <laughs> Challenge accepted. I've got something good cooking oh, up. So this this week, I kind of want to talk about the theme of it is, is actions have consequences. And in in the last week, we we last two weeks or so, we've seen what ha- what's happened with uh, uh, Shakari Richardson, yeah. who is the sprinter uh, that came up hot for marijuana for smoking marijuana. And she was. She said that she was dealing with the tragic death of her biological mother, and she was really stressed out, and and there were some personal things going on, and she used that to cope. And I really want to compliment her, <laughs> and I really want to talk about how she owned the situation. And my guess is, in four years from now, it's going to be a long four years for her. But guess what? She's going to be an Olympic champion someday. Yeah. And I believe in her, and I'm rooting for her. And here's why: she hasn't made a single excuse. She owned up to her mistake. I don't care how you feel about marijuana or how you feel about yeah. should it be banned or not or whatever the case might be. It's the rule. Yeah. So if you're going to be an athlete at that level, these are the rules. If you break the rules, there's consequences. Yeah. So initially, she has to serve a 30-day suspension, which meant that she would miss the open 100, the individual 100. Sure. But she clearly is the fastest woman in America, so presumably she would be able to run in the relay. Sure. Well, since she came up hot during the trials, then that negated that time because it doesn't count, which means that it now goes to the second place person because there really is no time if you negate the fact that you tested positive for drugs. And so now it came out, the list for the Olympic team came out and she won't be on the relay relay either. She's owned this. She has taken, as Jocko would say, extreme ownership of this. And I am very pleased with how she has handled this. She has a fan and and for the rest of her career and someone like me because we are perfect human beings. Actions have consequences, and she's owning it. And by the way, way, smoking marijuana doesn't make you faster. (laughs) And that's that's what's so— I get it. I get it. But that's that's the rule. But that's the rule. And you knew the rule going into it. That's the rule. You knew the rule. And that's that's what's really interesting— you know, it's it's this broader conversation about performance enhancing drugs and what drugs do enhance your performance. Yeah. And you bring up something interesting. This has been, and part of it is our upbringing with Willie Hunt, and part of it is our being in the military. If you know the rule and the standard up front, and you don't follow the rules and the standard, there's consequences for that. Yes. Don't go back and talk about why the standard is messed up. That's the standard. You knew what it was from the moment that you stepped in. It's like drinking in the barracks at West Point. You know you're not supposed to do it. You can't drink in the barracks. Do you think it's a stupid rule? I don't know. You might think it's a stupid rule. But that is the standard. That's it. So when you get caught and you have to walk a a ton of hours, I don't want to hear you telling me 
how dumb the rule is. Because yeah. that was the rule. You chose to break the to break the rules, meaning that you're going to roll the dice, and if you get caught, you get just consequences. Yeah. And I see, and this is we've had so many different conversations about baseball players and the steroid era and all that kind of stuff. And I was having a good conversation with a friend the other day, specifically about Shakari Richardson, and I was explaining this is a completely different argument because, to your point. When you smoke weed, you don't really get faster at anything. No. You know? No. You no. don't see people smoking <laughs> weed and going 95 miles an hour on the freeway. Okay? You're more likely to get arrested for going 25 miles an hour yeah. on the freeway. Yeah. Thinking. Than thinking, thinking you're going 95 miles an hour. at a Formula One race. <laughs> yeah. But really, but really you're, yeah. go, you're going. So there's a difference in in coping with individual and once again not ameliorating this because she's receiving her punishment i agree with her punishment that's what was set out but there's a difference in you trying to cheat competing with other people there's a difference versus you trying to cope with some things there's that you're difference. dealing with on a personal level there's a difference. and that's why even for me even when i found out about this there's a respect for athletics and competition that she violated in a different way it wasn't breaking the system by trying to make yourself better in an unfair well to, way to compete. It was, I'm going through emotional turmoil, and because of this, I'm using something that is not permitted to be used, and therefore, I can't compete because that's a banned substance. But there is a distinction there. Big time. There's there is a distinction. a distinction. And that's also the reason why I'm a fan. Yeah. All right. Now, now if, if you would have told me that she came up hot for, to, for, for, for steroids, you might lose a fan. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's, a, that's a totally different thing. Yeah. And I hope she comes back, and, and I hope in four years she'll, she's a champion. And my guess is she will be because she is ridiculous. She's incredible to watch, too. She's ridiculous. Yeah, just a little ball of muscle, man. Unbelievable. Yeah. She's she's tiny. Yeah, it's incredible. Kind of like uh, your boy Canelo Alvarez. Good old, good old Canelo. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. When, when you pop positive, it's like, oh, the beef in Mexico may, must have something <laughs> strange in it. <laughs> No, yeah. I'm like, ah. No, yeah. And, and that really bothers me. Yeah. I mean, and, and we can certainly, there's other things we have to talk about, but it gets me on a very small tangent. It really bothers me in combat sports when people use performance-enhancing enhancing drugs. You, you could you you kill, somebody. kill somebody. Like, it's one thing in baseball, okay, you hit the ball farther, you throw the ball I mean, we saw what faster. happened with Drago like, and Apollo. Cree. <laughs> Drago killed him. Was, was, was that real? Uh, it wasn't it was real. real in my heart. Oh, <laughs> uh, when I watched it, it was real. <laughs> so Rocky Four wasn't real. <laughs> Man, Rocky should have thrown that towel. I, I, I'm he should have thrown the towel. Throwing the towel. Yeah. You remember, remember his uh, the trainer? Throwing the He should throw the towel in. Yeah. But but that really wait, wait that wasn't real. <laughs> well, it was it was real to me. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. That was Apollo Creed one year for Halloween. You know that? I had I had those uh, red, white, and blue shorts on, and I had a boombox on my shoulder with Living in America playing. Of course you are. And I'd go through, ah, ah, coast, coast. Living in America. Yes, yes. My favorite part is, ah, live in America. <laughs> that was the coolest hitch. That was the coolest intro in the history of boxing, it and it was in a movie. <laughs> that wasn't real. <laughs> well, that Apollo's not that intro. That wasn't a real fight. <laughs> it was. It was. Was Dave Chappelle say about Mike Tyson's intro? Remember, Mike Tyson would come out with in a, a towel, towel on. Yeah, he would cut a hole in the towel. Yeah, and put it over his put head. Put it over his head. Yeah, and there was just one note, dung, and he would walk out there. That's it. Scary, dude. Real scary. Yeah, yeah. Actions have consequences. Yeah. Anybody that got that got in the ring with him in his prime, it's a bad there action. Were, there were consequences. Should have done that. Yeah. But but all that to say, I mean, with with combat sports, I have a, a real serious <laughs> problem. And it, I mean, it's, it's dangerous. Pre it's prevalent in the UFC. I mean, Anderson Silva is his his uh, tested dangerous. positive. I mean, so but I mean, you can really you can kill somebody, man. Yeah. It's dangerous. Yeah. And the consequences should be far more dire in combat sports like that yeah. than anything else. Right. And, and football too, big time. Right. You, I mean, these guys are projectiles. There's no excuse for that. Yeah. 
There's no excuse. And don't try to, I'm trying to heal my body. And like, no, 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 you're getting an unfair advantage. And you're, yeah. you, you, could, you could kill somebody with that stuff. Like, it's actually a bit ridiculous. Yeah. It's a bit ridiculous. It's not. It's not like it's not like even baseball is different. It's not a. Yeah. It's not an impact sport, you yeah. know. But I'm not saying you should be able to take zero no, in baseball. No, but it's. But, it's, but I, I understand that the harm that you can inflict on somebody. You're cheating the sport, somebody. and you're not putting somebody else's health at risk. Yeah, it's kind. Of, it's kind of like it's kind of like it's kind of like bio- biological men playing women's sports. Yeah, that's pretty ridiculous. Somebody is going to get hurt. That's stupid. Yes, you are a biological man. <laughs> You are not a biological woman. No, you don't get to play sports against women. That's one of those examples in our culture of we are really trying to pick things to argue about. Yeah. We really are. We are just saying that we have a problem with somebody taking performance-enhancing drugs. Yes. A performance enhancement drug could be testosterone. People would agree with that, right? Right? People Uni- would agree. Universally. You don't want people pe- to cheat by putting things in their body yeah. that would physiologically change them so that they would have an unfair competitive advantage. Oh, wow. Good. Well put. However, you're okay with somebody who has an unfair physiological advantage that they could get to by putting these things in their body competing with people who don't have that. Whoa. Whoa. Yahtzee. I mean, how, how are we? How are we? How Amen. how is this? How is this a controversial issue at all? It shouldn't be. Why are we talking about this? Why do governors of states have to ban this? Why does why does Ron why do why does Ron DeSantis in Florida have to ban this? Why does Governor Abbott have to ban this? Did you see their <laughs> Did you see their hurdles race? Of that no. grown of that grown man running against those running against those girls in college? No. I need to look that up, don't I? You don't want to even see it. Mm. It's it's absolutely embarrassing. And that man should be ashamed of himself. What <laughs> <laughs> self-respecting person beats girls and said, like, give me the gold medal. Are you kidding me? And once again, as a society, where have we gotten that somehow we're trying to morph, morph that into being acceptable okay and how are we trying to morph that into you're not accepting if you think that that's wrong yeah that has nothing to do with what i think about a person or who they are or my love for that person in any way that has nothing to do with that it's sports and that's unfair that's full stop doesn't mean I like you. Doesn't mean I think I want bad things to happen to you. Doesn't. Yes. No. It's it's sports and, and it's, that's not fair. And it's not fair. And yet somehow this is a this is a discussion that we're having in this country right now. Yeah. Meanwhile, back at the ranch, there's real issues going on in the world. Mm-hmm. Have you been paying attention to what's going on in Haiti, dude? With President Moise, dude. the now deceased President Moise. Dude, and his wife and his wife getting injured as well. You want to talk about a a crazy, crazy story. Fifty people. Horrendous. Fifty people who have not been identified, who are not Haitians because they were speaking Spanish, Spanish. and English. Yeah, this is some Scarface stuff, man. This is crazy. Yeah. And, and you want to talk about what we're dealing with in America and our <laughs> issues and other ways. First of all, Haiti is a <laughs> fascinating country to me on a personal level. I mean, this is a country that got its own independence at the height of the Napoleonic era. In 1803, they overthrew the baddest army that had ever been created Mm -hmm. at that point Mm -hmm. and gained their own independence. Now, over the years, through corruption, they've they've had the influence of of foreign governments. It hasn't always been good, but it hasn't always been bad. There's Mm -hmm. been a lot of aid and support as well. You look at the earthquake. But mostly not good. Mostly not good. You look at the earthquake that hit Haiti in 2010. This was one of those situations where when you look back historically from a context perspective, a quarter of a million Haitians died. Yeah, I know. A quarter of a million people died in that 2010 natural disaster. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. That's crazy. Right? So then, fast forward, 2016 you get a democratically elected president, President Moise. Mm-hmm. Now, 18% voter turnout, 
-hmm. for that democratically elected president. Once again, we talk about our issues with voter turnout and people's access to polls and things like that. 18% voter turnout, President Moise becomes president of the country. High levels of corruption. You know, from 2010 to, to 2021 to now, mm-hmm. they have gotten over $13 billion in foreign aid mm-hmm. from different countries around the world. And none of it made to the people. And it's not making it to the people. Mm-hmm. So President Moise was under fire before he was yeah. under uh, fire. No pun, no pun, no pun intended. Pun intended. Yeah. And there were a lot of people protesting his very existence. Right? Like, you should not be president. This is ridiculous. And then, even more interestingly for a guy like him, he was fighting against the oligarchy, too. He saw himself almost as a, a modern-day trust buster of really just putting some vigor against the oligarchs within Haiti because a few families own all of the money in, in Haiti. Yeah. So then you fast-forward to now, 50 people moving military-style yeah. go into his compound where his wife and two kids are sleeping. As they're going in the compound, they yell, DEA, DEA. Which is, which is. Right? Which goes to show you. Clearly not the DEA. What the United States, from the standpoint of how we're trying to protect our citizens. Yeah. The Haitian guards know not to mess with DEA because the drug industry is so robust there that they know we're trying to crack down on it. They let these 50 people in, roughly 50, without even firing a shot. Yeah. They go through the house. His daughter runs to his son's room, and they hide when a firefight ensues. He was tortured. He was shot in the eye. He was shot in the chest and killed. His wife was also shot. And injured, but not killed. And injured, but not killed. Now, this is crazy. Nuts. You were talking about, like, actions having consequences. It makes you, it makes you want to stand for the flag, doesn't it? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> It makes you want to stare for the flag, doesn't it? This is straight. When you see what's happening in other countries, it, this is this is straight out of a, out of a Scorsese movie, of a man. Movie. This is straight up say hello to my little friend. Like, I'm not sure if Leonardo DiCaprio yeah. wasn't one of those 50 people that went in there. This is straight <laughs> out of a movie, man. It, it is it is absolutely nuts. And once again, you want to talk it's about crazy. actions actions having consequences from President Moise's perspective. From the people in in Haiti's perspective, we are so fortunate to be in this country. Do you know how fortunate we are to kind of switch gears? We were talking about this earlier. Luka Doncic. Oh. See, see, now he's somebody that that I think understands just how fortunate we are here in this country. Yeah. So, so this is a really interesting moment that I had when I watched this interview. He had an interview a couple a couple a couple days ago and he was asked by a reporter, would you rather win a gold medal representing your country or would you rather win an NBA championship? And he replied, I'm representing my country. I I'd rather win a gold medal. What? Incredible. Excuse me? See, that's how people feel about their countries. And by the way, they ain't the best country in the world. No. They know that their country has faults. They know that their country has issues. But they are representing their country, and they want to represent the best in their country. Even if it means not having what clearly is the pinnacle of your craft, which would be an NBA championship. Yeah. Yeah. He'd rather have a gold medal. From his country. Wesley, all that I described to you that's happening in Haiti Haiti right now, I bet their Olympians would stand and render respect and honor to their flag. Of course they would. Why? Because they're representing their country. It's not about what Haiti is or was or or the corruption. It's an opportunity for you to take some pride. In the good. In the good and what you're a part of. In representing your country. In the good. I just got back from Good point, Rendon. Jamaica. If 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 the Olympics were tomorrow and a Haitian won an event after their, their president was murdered yeah. and assassinated, yeah. they wouldn't turn the back on their own flag. No. I just got back from <laughs> Jamaica. Crazy. And my wife and I celebrated our Yeah man. Ten year yeah man. 
<laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> Jamaica, man. Uh, we celebrated our 10-year anniversary out there. And congratulations. Thank you. And Jamaica has some issues, man. I mean, yeah. you you drive to get to it's it's the same thing that I've thought about a number of of cities within the United States. You drive to get out there and you're you're driving through the countryside and you just see the abject poverty in this place. Mm-hmm. Right. But the reason I bring up Jamaica is because one of the things that's been circulating on social media, and I, I sent it to you as well, is Usain Bolt after he won Yo. one of his many gold medals. Yeah. Okay. One one of one of his many. I think there's a very strong argument that he's the greatest that Usain of Bolt all time. is the greatest athlete of all time. Yeah, he's I think a, it's up there. I think there's an argument there. And and one of the yeah. things that that I would say to that is, you're doing a sport where there is no barrier to entry. You just got to put on shoes and run. Yeah, yeah. Michael Phelps was great. There's probably a lot of people who would have been great swimmers that didn't grow up with access to a pool. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, we, I've made a joke with my wife. We drove by the high school that you say. Michael Bolt. Phelps is pretty nasty, though. He's nasty. I'm not Michael saying Phelps that. Is, oh, yeah, I mean, he's he's up he's, there. He's, he's, he's certainly he's among the, he's certainly he's, in he's, the conversation. He's among the greatest. Yeah, for I, sure. I, get, I get your point. Though. Yeah, yeah, he's among the greatest for sure. Uh, I just can't respect a, a sport that uh, that no black people have done that often. So, <laughs> that's a good point. Is Jerry West the best player of all time? Uh, absolutely not. It's a different day. Absolutely not. So I mean, I mean the the the. The interjection of the black athlete <laughs> really transformed. And it still hasn't really happened. It, it hasn't. It hasn't. So, yeah, I think that this argument still goes for tennis. And, yeah. it, and, it, still, and it still goes for, I mean, could you imagine? And, and, and by the way, I think a lot of it is just flat out cultural. Yeah. I mean, but could you imagine if LeBron James had a racket in his hand? Oh. oh. I mean, I mean. So, so the reason the reason Allen Iverson with a tennis racket. The reason why we don't win the World Cup every year is because the, the best, best athletes, athletes aren't are playing not playing soccer. are not playing soccer. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So let's just let's just call it what it is. So, so your point your point is very well taken. Yeah, there's little it's, barrier to entry on a foot race. On a foot race. That's the original Olympics. It's kind of like if like, you, the, like the barrier to entry in the black community is there are actually f- few pools available in the black communities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like your point is yeah. very well taken. And tennis courts. And, t- and tennis courts. And golf courses. And, uh, there, there you go. Right there you go. Because if you think about it, it's kind of like watching. If you watch track in mo- a lot of sports now, if you watch track right now, the fastest people who've ever run are running right now. It was a foot race before, and it's a foot race now, and you yeah. can time it. And also, by the way, the times, especially in the in these sprints, haven't improved. Yeah, not he, since Usain. Not since, but but he 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 improved. He moved that number up drastically. You know, yeah. like like seven, like nine seven two was like was like Maurice Green, like that era. Yeah, and then nine Back, six six all the of nine a six six all of a sudden. But like after yeah. that. Yeah, they're they're really. I mean, we have not gotten faster as a species over the course of the last 40, 40 years. Yeah, 30, 40 years. I mean, if you run an, if you run a sub ten second hundred, guess what? You are at the Olympic trials. At the Olympics. Yeah. <laughs> well, and and all that to say about about Usain Bolt, we we drove by the high school that Usain Bolt went to, right? Okay. And of course, I I can't be serious, especially when I'm on vacation. Is there is there, is there a picture of him? So. <laughs> So we drive by this high school, and and I mean, it's it's bad, man. That's rough. I mean, it's I mean, it, and the first thing I thought of, and part of me felt ashamed of this, but then part of me, uh, you know, Waddell married me, so she probably wasn't surprised to hear me say this. We drive by, it's like the guy was like, "Yeah, man, this is Usain Bolt's high school," and I'm like, "Usain Bolt didn't put any money in this. You <laughs> <laughs> put any of that Adidas money in this." Come on, man. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, after Usain Bolt won one of his his mini gold medals, there's he was being interviewed. And a good one. it's yeah. he's being interviewed and the Star Spangled Banner starts. Okay? And he stops the interviewer and hey, could you hold on for a second? Turns around, renders respect to the American flag. When the Star Spangled Banner concludes, he looks back at her, smiles, and continues his interview. Yeah. Yeah. And it was one of those things where it's a sign and show of respect. That's it. And Wesley, a, we talk nice about this gesture. all the time in politics, life, and all these things. I can always look to find something about someone that I respect. Yeah. 
no matter what side of the aisle they are, no matter what religion they are, I can find something to respect about everyone. You and I push myself to find something to respect. You could also find something, look, if you want to be a half-empty guy, you could also find something to not respect about everything and about everyone. My, my issue, my issue, especially with the NFL and the NBA, of course, the last couple of years with the whole national anthem thing, it always goes back to you can always find a reason to kneel there or, or to turn your back on the flag or to not, you know, or to, or to protest. Do you know there's a 53-man roster? Do you know you can find 53 different major issues in this country and each football player on that sideline could take a knee for any one of those reasons? Absolutely. There are all reasons, all reasons to take. There are there's a, there's an infinite amount of reasons, and amount of issues and amount of things wrong to find something uh, uh, adverse to protest. And by the way, no one reason is worse or more important no. than the other. They're all reasons that need to be remedied yeah. and fixed. Yeah. Can we please take time to find the one reason? that we can all agree on that's good and that's as bad as it might be sometimes we're all in this ship together let's celebrate us being americans just for like one song for a little while let's put all this aside and say hey look to our left and to our right hey we're in this together yeah we're family we're family we're family let's just stand in unity and just just let's find one reason yeah. to show some respect Feel like feel like mommy. Can we just have dinner as a family? I know, I know, right? <laughs> Gosh, you're right. <laughs> you know what it's like. You you know that I'm a huge fan of of R and B. Yeah, I love R and B, especially John B. Especially oh, John B is a bad one. <laughs> John B is a bad. One. Your lips, John your B. smile. Uh, I'm a huge fan of Boys to Men. Yeah. Right. I could go into each individual singer and boys to men. You want to know why none of the individual singers and boys to men made it? You don't think Juan Ye could have made it? No, because he's not good enough individually. Juan Ye? None of them are good enough individually. Wesley, if you're good enough individually, yeah. you end up becoming Justin Timberlake yeah. of NSYNC. Yeah. You know why none of the Backstreet Boys? You know why you, know why you have to say the Backstreet Boys <laughs> and you can't name any of them? <laughs> You know how you say in sync? Who is it? I don't know. Yeah. They, but they're in sync. Justin Timberlake in them. <laughs> That's it. I know. You know? I know. That was it. it Just, was, I know. I know. And, and I, hey, I love, like, you will not find a bigger Boys to Men fan than me. You know this. Yeah. I've seen him five times in concert. I met better, him at one of better. those That's concerts. That's a good analogy. Yeah, better, I met better. him at one of those concerts. The reason why none of them went on to have an unbelievably successful solo career is because. None of them was good enough individually. It's like Beyonce. It's like Destiny's Child. Yes. But collectively, Boys to Men is one of the greatest R and B groups if not the of all time. If not the greatest or R and B group of it's it's a conversation. So if if Sean was sitting there telling Michael, like, hey man, your voice just hey, just is a little I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, you know I am. If Sean is saying, Hey man, I need you to sing a little bit more falsetto. Man, I can't sing that. Yeah. Well, man. We're kneeling then. We ain't singing this song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, what would that have been like? Yeah, yeah. You know, like, like, how about we, we decide how we can come together and we can be collectively better rather than poke holes in our... Let's maximize our strengths rather than minimize our weaknesses. Man, we ain't singing that song. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's true. Yeah. It's like, true. Like, like, that's, what they, like, that's what they did as a team. They were a team. They yes. realized they were a team. The 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 ultimate singing team. Yeah. They couldn't none of them were solo artists, man. Couldn't make it alone. Brenda, you know what's really interesting? Most of us are not solo artists. There ain't many Justin Timberlake. No, there's not. There there's many, not many Beyonce's. There's not very many Bobby Browns. We are all part of a team. <laughs> no, there's not many Bobby Browns. In fact, there's one. There's only one Bobby Brown. And I don't think we need any more. <laughs> one Bobby Brown is all we need. Like, a little bit of Bobby Brown goes a long way. And New Edition is a, is a perfect example of that. I used to love Ralph Tresmont's voice, yeah. right? He was like slim from 112 yeah, slim. before Slim was slim, right? Yeah. But Ralph Tresmont. He went and made a solo album, 
he's like, you know what? New Edition wasn't so bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe, maybe New Edition wasn't so bad. Maybe New Edition wasn't so bad. Yeah. Right? JC- it's like SWV. Yeah. Escape. Maybe we're better together. They're all better together. Maybe we're better together. We're better together as a country. We absolutely are. It's just that simple. We're the boys to men of NATO. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, that's funny. And so we did in World War II, man. That's it. We came together, man. We, we came together. We said, Back to back. Hey, Germany, you know you've come to the end of the road. <laughs> and I know you don't want to let go. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but but I'm telling you, man, it's it's one of those things where you just start to to really realize how can you come together? Yeah. Uh, how can we do more of that? Uh, and I do I do love this idea of really focusing on accountability to do that. Mm-hmm. In order to be accountability uh, accountable, we have to not only understand what our weaknesses are, but we have to understand our strengths as a as a country. And I believe that in 2021, right now that in many ways the media is exploiting our weakness right now, mm-hmm. our divisiveness, our mm-hmm. division. Is ex- the media is exploiting it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you saw with Russian interference in the election, other countries are mm-hmm. exploiting our weakness, mm-hmm. which is our divisiveness and our inability to see our fellow American as a person and as somebody who has meaningful thoughts and contributions and us seeing them as being one of the others, Mm -hmm. it's being exploited right now. Do you know who's an example of a good team that we're seeing right now today too? Hmm. And, you know, I haven't watched basketball for a while. I I just – it kind of got a little too political for me. I just – but I do follow sports because I want to be somebody that just – I'm a sports fan. So I have an idea of always what's going on. But I haven't really been watching basketball or football for the last couple years. And you know me. You know why. Well – but. And you and, and I know where you're about to go with this. Let, let me let me interject really quickly because you're talking about not watching basketball and football. And you, you know me, like I watch a lot of football now because I think football is the best product that it's ever been. Yes. Any team that's playing right now would smoke any team that yeah, played in the course, past. Of course, of course. Part of my issue with bat and it's the same thing we talk about with Usain Bolt winning a foot race and being the fastest that's ever run at yeah. any given point. Part of my issue with basketball is when we first started watching basketball, this is more, it's deeper. The Showtime Lakers were around. Oh God, that team could compete with any team in the, the Showtime NBA Lakers right and now. And then the Bad Boys, and then, and then the, the Jordan era, because and then the, and then, and then Kobe and Shaq, and, and late to the. I mean, because in the, football, people yeah. have gotten bigger, faster, and stronger. We have tight ends running running four four forties. Yeah, in basketball, DNs. I'm sorry, DNs running four four forties. Wesley in basketball with the Showtime Lakers. You were starting Miles Miles Garrett. Yeah, Miles Garrett. Yeah, he's a, he's a freaking nature. Who who is this? dunking on people and stuff in the what? off season? He got Listen, game. We watched the Showtime Lakers. It's like Jesus Shuttlesworth game. Yes. <laughs> yeah. We watched the Showtime Lakers yeah. start a six nine point guard yeah. and Kareem, a six six shooting guard, yeah. a six eight small forward and worthy, and AC Green, <laughs> and a seven two center and Kareem Abdul Jabbar. You were like, what's wrong with AC Green? And the Virgin. And they started the Virgin. <laughs> and the Virgin. They were still there. <laughs> we'll see if that makes a cut. It, I, I, it I, definitely will. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Sometimes you guys get muted conversations. So, so you're right. So you're right. I think I think it's aside from the social stuff, the game really hasn't Yeah, the game hasn't and progressed. With the exception of watching like Steph Curry go off. We're yeah. watching Clay well, he's Thompson changed the game. score thirty-seven yeah. points in, in in one quarter, which is that yeah. that's just not even dribbling the ball once. Once it's unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. So 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 I can I can yeah. respect certain things about yeah, it, yeah. but like combination of that and the social stuff, just I've just kind of got it's like, a lot. I just it's just a lot. Yeah. Sometimes you just want to watch a game. CP three, mm. Phoenix Suns. We are in an era of everybody trying to create super teams. Everybody trying to create super teams. How can we get? The three or four top ten guys on one team to win a championship. Yeah. And then here we have the Phoenix Suns, the journeyman, Chris Paul, 
who has been through, I don't know, what, four teams now? Four or five teams. Yeah. Um, we call him the point god. Okay, CP3 yeah. is, was, is, is one of the best point guards of all time. Absolutely. And just couldn't get there. Yeah. Couldn't get there with the Clippers. Couldn't get there with the Rockets. Couldn't get there with OKC. And now, and now here we are. And this guy is on a cusp of winning after 16 years in the league. Yeah. He is at he he is reaching the denouement of his career. This we. is it. We. This is it, right? We 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 he's reaching the denouement. Is he reaching the denouement? We're fairly from from New Orleans, right? Yeah. Little lang little lang little lang yeah. Put a little lang yeah on that. Yeah, little lang yeah. He, and, and here he is after all this person. And I'm glad to meet him, actually. I'm going to have dinner with him when he was here uh, for the Rockets. Really, really, really nice guy. Level-headed guy. Family man. Yeah. You don't you, you haven't heard of all – no drama in his life. Yeah. You, you know, he's not in France getting getting arrested. I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just throwing it out just there. Just if that happened. We. 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 I mean, the person – in question, didn't get arrested, but you know it's not. You don't hear Chris Paul being in these very you're, precarious positions. Yeah, you're you're outside of the country with yeah. marijuana on. <laughs> we, yeah, yeah, in, yeah, in front. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is yeah. yeah. not a good look. Nah, uh, and you like you like to see that, but you like watching this team, Rendon. I I could name Paul and Booker. And really, I know Booker because he's dating a, Kar- a Kardashian. But really, like I could name two players, and I don't know this team. But they've put together something that's pretty remarkable. Yeah. They've put together something that's pretty remarkable. Yeah. And so a lot of people would say, well, the, the season is too long and and people are getting injured too hey, everybody frequently. Said, everybody's playing by the same rules. Er, God, God. Everybody's playing by the same rule. I don't want to hear that. Yeah. We've been playing by the same rules for how many years? It's like Shaq, it's like what Shaq said last week. You're playing too many games. I'm sorry, you play basketball and you work out. You can pay hundreds of millions of dollars to do it. This last year, there are people that lost their jobs and lost everything due to COVID nineteen, and, and 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 you're playing too much. You're playing too much basketball. I tell you, as time goes on, Shaq Shaq makes more and more. And Doesn't more he and though? More sense. Doesn't every he though? Year, every year that passes, the seasons the seasons and too so long. And so does Charles Barkley. By and the you way. play basketball for a yeah. living? Don't like don't don't stop, please. And by the way, you play basketball for half the season. And then maybe a little bit more if it's during the Olympic year and you're one of the top 15 players in the league? Oh, but this goes back to, to what we've talked about before. If we're going to debate the rules and what the rules should be, then fine, let's debate the rules and what the rules should be. You knew how long the season was when you started playing professional basketball. You knew how long the seasons were going to be. Those are the same rules that everybody is playing by. Yeah. So the person who stands at the end of that season – and hoist a trophy over their head that, that's, is the most deserving. That, that's it. They withstood all of the issues. They withstood all of the deltas that came in play. They here. have won the Iron Throne. Th- that's it. They have three dragons. Th- even if they lo- even if they lost one, it doesn't matter if they've <laughs> lost one, and that it shoots lava ice out of its mouth. <laughs> they have a championship trophy. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Jacarius. <laughs> that, that, that's, right? that's how it works. That's how it works. Doesn't, doesn't, it doesn't matter if none of how you got there makes sense. I have to admit something. Since you brought up Game of Thrones. What? I did, this is the geekiest thing I've ever done in my life. Uh-oh. I went on Amazon and bought a shirt that has Jacarius on it. Did you really? I sure did. Did you go play Dungeons and Dragons after that? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> You don't know me. <laughs> hey, I thought you moved out of mom's basement. <laughs> I did that. I did. It came, it came to the house and was like, seriously. Do you even know what it means? <laughs> yeah. Do you even know what his power is from a 1 to 17 on the Dragon Because guess what? Because guess what? I am the father of dragons. So, ha. <laughs> But um, but but watching Chris Paul do this and, and watching a journeyman over time losing season after season after season after season and getting here is an inspiration. I don't care how you feel about basketball, eh, yeah, whatever. Like it's really cool to watch him embrace his head coach going to the finals for the first time after a 16 year career, and he is clearly one of the top 10 players of this generation. 
yeah. clearly. Yeah. And it even it, it, it brought me back to me running for office again and losing. Yeah. And be like, wait, 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 wait. Let's be clear about something. Everybody loses. It's not right. about losing. It's about learning and then getting better for the next time. Yeah. He has had to do this and wait for 16 years. Yeah. And by the way, when he was going to join a super team, the NBA didn't blocked let it. him do it, and they blocked it. Yeah, because the Houston Rockets would have won a championship. Absolutely. But they blocked it. They blocked it. That was before super teams were That was were before, allowed. before it was cool. Yeah. And and two, I will say about, about Chris Paul, with, with, which is pretty fascinating to me, Chris Paul, over the course of his career, has done it the right way. Yes. He's been a professional, a consummate professional. Yes. It's why he didn't get along with players in Houston because, guys, we need to show up on time and yes. get to the cities on time and we need to practice and we need to bring our full selves. He's done it right over all those years. You don't hear him and about strip clubs and marijuana issues and, and, not, and not massage a, parlors and stuff. And not, gosh, ugh, close to home. Go ahead, go ahead. And I'm just, not, I'm just using examples that are afraid. <laughs> That's all. And not only has he, not only has he done this right, He's probably second-guessed himself over the course of his career of he has. for doing it right. Of course he has. Like, what am I getting? Because like, he's had people that he's seen didn't do it the right way. Yeah. But you know what? He stayed on the course, stayed on his path. Look at him. Continued to do it the way it was supposed to be done. Do you think he want to go to OKC? Do you think he thought he, he would end up in Phoenix, considering his best friend is LeBron? Yeah. After all the years he spent on the West Coast? Do you think, do you yeah. think this is where he stayed the course and yeah. did the right thing he just played basketball yeah god i hope he wins yeah i see i do too two more games they're two and oh i do too and two and know, i hope he wins and you know what's what's funny is history always tells a story because they're we're going to go back uh, a year from now and people are going to listen to this podcast and chris paul is going to join a super team and we're going to eat all these <laughs> Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna join a super team at like thirty eight. So it's gonna be like the Houston Rockets super team. We had we had Pippen and Barkley and Olajuwon. No, no, it wasn't a super team. Okay? Well, the only reason that Pippen can be on a super team is if Jordan is tethered to him. Yeah. That's <laughs> true. Don't get me started. Yeah, that's true. No, you the worst top fifty player you, of all you have, time. You have educated me on that. And yeah, I, and I, it's yeah, hard I'm, to disagree. That's I'm, another conversation. I'm not a Scottie Pippen guy. But anyway, but they want to call that. A, but, but but the issue is that they were all washed up. Like. And not to say that Chris Paul can be washed up, but he's thirty-six years old. That's crazy. I, he he has three. He has two years of productivity, tops. Yeah. Of of the, at that at that level. Yeah. At that level. I don't mean, and you really do have to have to factor in injuries in a lot of this, and how how long somebody can play uh, health in a, in a healthy way. Because I was thinking about this. You know, the new Space Jam movie comes out this week. I don't even want to. Right. And I was I was thinking about this. If you told me right now, you have to have one player to captain a team that's going to be playing on an intergalactic level against cartoons, I want somebody who I know can give me forty eight minutes, man. I'm not sure LeBron can give us that kind of minutes, man. Not not at this point in his career. If they're gonna play against the Monstars or the New Age Monstars, I need somebody who's gonna give me some more minutes, man. I don't. I don't want LeBron on that team. I don't want him captaining that team. You can't be. I, I don't. You can't be serious. I don't know if I can have KD captain that team. I don't know if he can give me those minutes. I don't know if his Achilles is fully healed, so he can give me the kind of minutes I need to lead the Toon Squad of Squad to victory. I need somebody reliable. What they say in church? I don't want your availability. You know your ability. I want your availability. What, you disagree? (laughs) (laughs) Dude. Yeah, so this is yeah. But I I do think that I'm hoping that he wins. I'm hoping that that people can respect the way he's done things because the yeah. way you do things actually does matter what you do and how you do it legitimately matters one of one of my favorite discussions we've had early on in this this journey uh, what you do is who you are yeah yep. actions matter yep. intentions all these things matter too but you know the brass tax is actions yep so this is 
actions, and this is why we're back in this race. Why why we're running for Congress again? And you know, again, we we've talked about this before about not quitting, about not giving up, and about what the country needs and the direction that we're heading in. And not even from a partisan standpoint, just from an American standpoint, Rendon. Like, you and I are proud to be Americans. And I love the way you, I love what you told me last week, because literally I thought about it. I stopped, I stopped caveating America. I know we're not perfect, but no, 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 no. We're Americans. Let me ask you a question, Wesley. Go ahead. Are you proud to be a hunt? Very. Did you have to say, well, you know, my parents aren't perfect, and, you know, there's certain things. Are you proud to be a hunter or not? Yes. I am. Very proud. There's a lot of things I'm proud of. I'm proud to be a black American. Well, I'm, you know, uh, I'm, proud, yeah. I'm, proud, I'm proud to be I'm, a, proud, I'm yeah. proud to be a Christian. This is an, well, you know, a lot of Christians. Yeah, yeah. I'm, this is a great point. I'm, I'm, I'm proud to be a hunt. I'm proud to be an American. Like, at, because at some point, when you ask me that at the crux of who I am, I'm thinking about the ways that I can contribute to continue to make them better and give my best to and do that. And you're thinking about the positive attributes about it. That's yeah. why you're proud of it. Yeah, I'm proud of it. And I shouldn't, not shouldn't. I, I won't. I won't I don't, feel. And I won't. I, I won't feel. I won't apologize. I won't be for being, made to yeah. feel guilty because yeah. I'm proud of something. Yes. Especially you're proud of something that's mostly good. I'm proud to be a West Point grad. Well, there's some generals that did. Well, this, you know, this, Robert this, E. Lee. But no, no I, I'm, I'm proud, I'm proud to, be to be a member of the Long Gray Line. I am very proud of that. And I'm not going to let somebody strong arm me into second-guessing my pride for an institution that I care about, just like I'm not going to let somebody strong on me, on me into second-guessing the pride that I have from growing up in the best country in the history of, of the world. world. Not apologizing for it. Unapologetic. Very good. Yeah. And this is going to be a fun run. I'm really, I'm yeah. really excited about this. I'm really excited about, about you getting in the game again. And this is gonna this is gonna be fun. I'm really looking forward to it. This is life coming full circle too, mm-hmm. because when we first addressed the idea of doing a podcast, it was to do this. Yeah, it was to have conversations during an election so that you could talk about provocative issues, so that people would have a better idea of who you are and what you stand. What's for. happening intrinsically while we're running? So all this had to happen. I had to lose to be here. If I had won, we wouldn't be sitting here right now. No. Our, plan, our plans always don't work out. Yeah. But God's plan is perfect. Yes, it is. Take us out. And remember, smiles are contagious, so make someone stay. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you.